0: And Welcome to the podcast series Between the Covers, an inspiring program where you can learn about more of our fantastic brand new Aussie authors, dive into the process of writing, and just discover what goes on inside the mind of an author. I'm Kelly Wilson. Today, I have the great pleasure of chatting with J.A. Henry about his brand new novel, Just a Nobody. and In this incredible crime thriller, We get to meet his character, Stephen Bryce, the nobody that none of us would ever dare share a second glance with. Cursed by the lies, corruption and the crime about him, what will happen when everything begins to unravel? J.A. Henry, how are you today?
1: Very good, thanks, Kelly.
0: (laughs) Well, congratulations on your brand-new crime thriller. I am hoping that you can... Tell us a little bit about Stephen Bryce and what goes on in your story.
1: well, he's um, he's he's pretty much just a fellow who's who's just worked a basic job, just like a lot of people. and uh, his life's been one of of more a lot more downs than ups. He um he's just basically a guy who's put into a situation in his life where his life totally changes and the life he thought he had is is pretty much ripped from from him uh, mm. essentially in one morning and uh it changes him to such a degree that uh he pretty much does a a 180 and becomes somebody that he probably doesn't even recognize but um it's it's effectively a story about somebody who who would probably never get a second glance anywhere else but mm. he's he's just somebody who's overcome a rough life and just trying to make a normal life like a lot of people. But yeah, the instances that, that beset him effectively totally changed his life, his outlook on life and then his approach to life. And and fra- from that point on he's he's never really the same person and he just continues mm. to to go ahead under his own steam, but he's he's never the Stephen Bryce he was the, that day he went to work. Um because from that point on he he's never actually that guy ever again. So Yeah
0: Wow, I love that, and I love that. So um, no, he
1: was just based on a lot of different, uh, a lot of different, a lot of different characters and a lot of different people. So
0: yeah, interesting. Now, JA, you have a very different career to um, the career of an author. Um, I don't know whether you want to share with us the actual line of work you do.
1: Yeah, I've, I've been a. Uh, uh, prison officer for um almost seventeen years. So wow. I've met a lot of very, very different people. Um yeah. people that I guess a lot of the a lot of your readers would never have had the um misfortune to ever run into. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I've met some very um very high profile people but then I've I've also met people who are uh, you get the mad, the bad and the sad and yeah. um a lot of times it's 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 a real combination of that Mad and sad, but the the real bad, you know. When you meet them, it's very clear that they're they're legitimately bad. And and uh, yeah, okay. And I tried to, um, I've sort of spent a lot of years trying to to come up with the best approach, the best way. And and I've always felt that ah, uh, you got to sort of never forget that you're really dealing with a person. It's it's yes. not like you can't judge people. No, that's not our job to judge. So Absolutely my approach not. has always been. I can have a conversation I can have a talk I can start to form a rapport it makes my job a lot easier so from that I've been able to garner a lot of different characters that of of then inserted into my book and and yeah, utilized things that they've said things they've done crimes they've committed so that's what I've been able to sort of manage
0: yeah and and how authentic is that i mean you as you said you get to meet um and and have you know ongoing relationships with with these people um J.A., you must be a a pretty kind human um, to approach the system the way you do, and I think there'd be a lot of people out there pretty grateful for that. But tell me, how did this morph into uh, your author journey?
1: Well, effectively, um, a fair few years ago now, I was uh, living in um, far west New South Wales and uh, went to the movies, and I, I wanted to see effectively what I thought was would have been a great movie, and uh, it turned out that it was. I I went and saw Animal Kingdom, and I sat in the uh, cinema by myself at 9.30 at night and (laughs) uh, watched Animal Kingdom. And, of course, um, that story itself is based on a lot of true events that happened in Victoria in the 70s and 80s. Okay. And um, it sort of got me thinking. I I wonder whether with what I do and um, my work could I incorporate a story uh, a little like uh, Animal Kingdom, with that with that real touch of reality put into wow. the put into the fictional side of it. But um, it was a real inspiration to me. So when the movie actually came out on Blu-ray, so yes, I'm a bit old, I guess. But when it came out on Blu-ray, <laughs> I immediately went in and bought it and uh, watched it a lot of times. And you sit and you read the storylines and you see the the real criminal aspect, I guess, that I see a lot. You see it so yes. much throughout the movie. So it really inspired me to sit down and write something. So I um I pl- I plotted along for quite a period of time and I got to two thousand words and had this great vision that I was this awesome writer because I got <laughs> to two thousand words and then, then you realised just how many words go into writing a book. So, so awesome. yeah, I, I sort of went from thinking I was words worth to uh, the questioning where I was up to, so um, I sort of went back through and 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 added and subtracted and 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 really just wanted to get that story out. So yeah, it was. It took me quite a long time to sort of work through it, but once I sort of really knew where I was going, I, I was able to really press ahead and and work on it and get it finalised.
0: Yeah, and uh, a lot of listeners will get a lot out of that, yeah. JA, because you know it's not an easy process, um, but clearly. You have been successful. I mean, you are now a published author, J.A., <laughs> so clearly you had something in there that needed to get out. Tell me about um, the way you write. Like, did you have a full plan in your head start to finish?
1: No, not at all, really. I, I just found that I would um, I would sit and write and then something would come to me as I was going, and it was almost to me almost like um you were watching a TV show. It, it yeah. would just flow on from there. And then, you know, with work and everything, you might get busy for four or five days and you wouldn't get back to it. But then you sat down and it was almost like you'd pressed pause and you were just back to yeah. it again. And That's, and yes. I was able to just continue to incorporate another idea, another angle, and then drag somebody else into the story to to tie them into that, that one thing. Like there was... You Know Bathurst, my hometown. I was born in Bathurst, so yes. um, there's a lot of those characters that are real people that are, that are in that book. And and uh, some of my friends that have read it sort of shook their head and said, Oh, gee, I know who that is. I know who that is. I know oh. who she is. <laughs> so, um, but I, I think, unless you're really for, for myself, when I when I read, I, I want I read a lot of um, I read a lot of true crime and I like to understand how things happen. So, yes, for me, for you. you want a story that people go. That is totally believable, and that's mm-hmm. why I love to use the towns yeah. that I know, Bathurst, Blaney, um, Correct. you know, over to Western Australia and South Australia, and and people could physically go and have a cup of coffee and say, that book I just finished, that's where the guy was living yeah, when, when this happened, or that's where he travelled when this happened. So yep. to yep. me, I wanted that real reality, and and that's sort of, like I said, where I go back to Animal Kingdom with that real reality from
0: yeah, that's uh, the story by
1: David Michaud. So it, it was so real that you could actually nearly touch the story and you knew where it was going.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. Now, I was going to ask you, so how do you make your book unique from the other crime novels? Do you think the authentic of the actual locations helps you with that? Or or have you got a particular style that makes you unique as an author?
1: No, I I think my approach was always pretty simple. I wanted that to be um, somebody that you would read that and say, 100%, I know this person exists. I know someone so much like this. Because to me, I've never been, even as a kid, when I really started uh, really reading a lot myself when i was 13 14 i didn't like fantasy i liked something that i could yeah. read and that was tangible that i could say i can physically see that guy doing that i yeah. know that that yeah. would have happened and that's yeah. that's where i sort of all got got my sort of i guess my direction from
0: from yeah and that's that's writing strong characters authentic characters too that are believable so I read recently that um, learning how to write uh, thriller and crime stories involves the most impressive trick of all outsmarting readers but still playing fair with the clues would you agree with right. that ja
1: yes I, I I think so I think you've got to it's a little bit like um the old story with the breadcrumbs if if you, you don't want a story where people can't follow you
0: yeah and that's right
1: you don't, you don't want it to be so predictable that someone turns the last page and says oh, i knew this would happen but <laughs> yeah. you, you've Agreed. also got to have it where it's it's realistic enough where they can where they can touch that and say 100% i believe that yeah
0: yep but be gripping enough um and looking at some of your reviews, you've had some really you know reviews saying that it's it has you on the edge of your seat and it's fast paced. So you must be really happy with that.
1: I like I said, when i when I first uh, I guess submitted it, um <laughs> I didn't really um think much of it. And then what actually happened was I went back through my emails and I was deleting emails. and in my um, in my <laughs> junk was the email and it was from Brad. So I thought, I think this is about my book. And <laughs> she said, oh, I get it. But of course, it wasn't. It was Brad to say, Can I talk to you about your book? So lucky you <laughs> um, I, I She was just so excited. She said, I told you. And I just said, Oh, I, <laughs> thought, I can't believe it. I just thought it was the solar blade. Like, oh, I couldn't believe it. So, so the,
0: the message so is I was you very, need to listen to your wife. I guess
1: because, <laughs> you know, I wasn't, uh, I, I just went to year 12. Yeah, well, you got to do your best, haven't you? So, yeah, I guess I only went to year twelve, and when I went to year eleven and twelve, I went to boarding school for two years. And and I remember we did the first couple of days testing, and and the guy comes down, the teacher comes down, he says, "Um, are you four guys here? Just stand over to the side." And these myself and the other three guys are standing to the side. And the bloke said, "You to me," he says, "basically, you're too dumb to be here. Um, I think you're wasting oh. your parents' money. Maybe you want to go home and get a job." And oh that was gosh. that was three days into year eleven, and uh,
0: that's disgusting. You, yourself, you should oh, send them God. your book. But,
1: so I thought, well, what do you do? So I, I sort of from that point on did my own thing there and, and I concentrated on what I wanted to get from school. And, yeah. and um, you know, I know a lot of people that write and, and that are so highly educated, et cetera, and then you sort of think you're a little bit of a fraud because here you are. Um, I get
0: that. Basically I feel like a guy that just
1: stumbled through to year 12 and you, now you've got a published book. So um, it is, I guess it's a bit of a shock for me, but it's... Um, I guess it, it's a very positive thing, but it, it sort of did make me think back to that and think, "Yeah, yeah. I wonder what you're thinking now, mate." Um, yeah,
0: exactly. I would be sending him a signed to, copy. I'm too
1: dumb to be in school.
0: Yep, yep. I'd send a signed copy.
1: <laughs> if uh, <laughs> if if I knew where he was, if I knew where he was buried, I probably would.
0: Yeah, and and again, that is awesome for listeners to hear because there's plenty of us exactly like you, J. A. That have embarked on the writing career, and you don't need, you know, yes. Some people are very well equipped and and qualified, but that doesn't measure your creativity. And clearly, J.A., you have got what it takes. Speaking of which, have you got the bug? Are you intending on writing something different?
1: I have. um, Since I did that, I I, I got some different ideas. And what I've actually done is I've I've completed two other books. Oh, wow. And I I have sort of a, a link. From the first book through to the second, through to the third, and now the fourth is actually a sequel to this book that's about to be released. So it's um, a bit of a culmination of, of those stories, and and they're all pretty much based based around Bathurst, but I, I sort of dragged in things from the outside and different characters. But this book here is is very much um, the one I'm just about to finish at the moment. It's it's uh, very much the culmination of this original story. Fantastic.
0: Look out, listeners, you heard it first on Between the Covers. Now, JA, before you go, tell me why readers should buy your book.
1: Why should they buy my book? I guess I guess for me, I'm a I'm just a very ordinary person that goes to work, works a job, um, really love the idea of writing something that other people would find interesting. And Got the it. story is about a guy who who is effectively just somebody who does exactly the same thing every day, just goes to work, works a job, and he finds himself in a situation that probably people just effectively wouldn't believe. But because he's just such an ordinary person, you yeah. will believe it. And yeah. and when you yeah. when you get to the end of that book, you will understand that everybody could be put in this exact same situation and come out exactly the same way. And yeah. I think it's a story that will grab you because it is an ordinary story. It's not fanciful. It's not got any of these twists and turns that you can't follow. It's just a very ordinary yeah. Australian fella telling a story about what happened to him and what's gone on during his life and and how that has culminated in where he's ended up at the end of his life. And I think I think it's a story that really will, once you get into it, my brother's a truckie and he went to sleep at 9 o'clock in his, in his um, rig one night and he sent me a text at 11.30, and he said, I hate your book. I can't put it down. You're <laughs> annoying me. I'm supposed to be up at 4 o'clock to go again. So ah, um, I, I really do think that a lot of people have that have read it have said the same thing. Once they yeah. got into the into the story, they physically couldn't just stop reading it and put it away. They had to continue to finish it over a couple of days because they found it so interesting because it was so normal, so yeah. average, and yeah. just such an Australian story.
0: Ah, uh, Congratulations. J.A. Henry, you have got what it takes and your brand new book, Just a Nobody, is available now right around Australia. It is online, it's in all good bookstores and soon to be in libraries right around Australia. I encourage every listener and every person out there to go and grab themselves a copy and support brand new authors like J.A. Henry in their journey going forward. I'm thinking he's worth it. J.A., thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thanks very much. Thanks for the call and I appreciate it and I hope everyone enjoys the book.
0: Oh, they will, I can tell. And really good luck going forward in your author journey.
1: Thanks very much for all your help.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.